Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Bullish Project. Back again for another episode. But before we get started, you guys can kind of see we're going to have a guest on the episode today. And it's none other than my boy TJ, who's been on the podcast before. So I want to give him a quick shout out for joining me today with this relaunch of the podcast. You guys have known you haven't seen any episodes in the last few weeks. A lot has happened. We're going to talk about a lot of that on this episode and then potential, you know, other topics in the mix. But TJ is going to help me with that. So welcome back to the podcast. But thanks for joining me today. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime, bro. In fact, when I get the in-person setup, if you just want to come over at any point, we talk Call of Duty, we talk any of that. It doesn't really matter. But but uh, it's been a while since I last talked with you. In fact, it's been, I don't know, what, since August? on the podcast it's a couple months anyway not not too bad but it's been a while yeah like probably like yeah around like three months or around there a lot has changed since then it's it's been crazy i know man i've been feeling the same thing too it's like you know i'm a human at the same time as trying to be a podcast guy and i want to be as personable as possible but i've come to learn that like most people just don't care about the personable stuff as much because when they watch or listen to things, they want to listen to things that they feel are more attainable. And if, if say, for example, if I'm more of a personable guy versus trying to act like somebody that I'm not and then, you know, have something for somebody else to look forward to in terms of attaining, like, say if I had like a million dollars, right, and I was, I was rich or, you know, a million dollars really isn't that rich anymore. But if I had a substantial amount of money that most people couldn't get, they would follow me and listen to me more no matter what I had to say because they want to get that money. So they're going to try to follow my moves to get the money, you know what I'm saying? Because I already have it. But in this case, it's like you're just starting out. You start out with a podcast that doesn't have any followers. You got some things to say, some things to preach, the motivation type stuff that I do on this podcast. And it's a little, not discouraging, but it's a lot different when you're trying to start out and just be you because at the same time, People love personable people, but they also don't like it because you're just like them, right? And they, they go through their normal life and there's no attention on them either. So why would they care about yours? And so that kind of brings me into my first topic that I wanted to talk about. But the last month of me not doing this podcast has just been mental battle after mental battle. And it's it, it kind of started with a few unfortunate events that like kind of triggered, I guess, maybe some of my... Um, because I'm pretty empathetic. So it, it it puts me in the position of that person because it hasn't happened to me directly, but it's happened to people close to me. And then it's like, I kind of put myself in their shoes and I kind of feel their pain in a weird way. And so the with the podcast being on a hiatus the last month, it's just been like hard for me to want to do the episode. In fact, I was going to record one and, and get started back up after a few weeks off of being just mentally drained and then I sat down to record and I was just like I'm not feeling it it's just not me I can't do it like I don't have 100% belief in it today's not the day and I actually went on vacation and I've been back a couple weeks now and had some time to kind of decompress and I feel like today of all days is a good day to get it started because I got you on the episode to join me so anyway that was a kind of a little bit of a rant there to introduce but that's kind of what happened with me in the last month or so why I haven't posted, but I kind of want to hear from you as well. Like based on that topic, like, has there been anything because everybody goes through it, but lately have you been going through some shit? Like, cause for me, a lot of shit changes, but there's a lot of shit that stays the same at the same time. But some of the shit that changes is just like so different than what I'm used to. And I'm starting to adjust to that mentally. Cause you really don't understand what some things are like until you just do it yourself or experience it yourself. And it, it kind of hit me pretty hard going through some of this shit. So, so tell me about what's happened in the last month, bro. Give me a quick update here from what happened on either the last episode or when we talked last or whatever. Just just give me some stuff here. Um, I feel like a lot is, has happened uh, mainly kind of like a roller coaster, but I feel like for right now at least i'm I'm starting to go uphill in a positive way it's 
it's been it's been 50 50 i know from the last time we talked it was a lot about uh addiction and and a bunch of other stuff and you know depression anxiety all that um it's been it's been decent and i've been kind of finding my way as long as they're how i've been going through along the way and um you know a couple of hiccups in the road a couple of uh things from my past have uh came back up recently but i've just been you know seeing through it and trying to stay positive and looking at the light at the end of the tunnel i know it's a little cliche but um but yeah um just waiting for a couple months i'll get my license back so i'm really looking forward to that it's a big change in my life it's uh a big upgrade and that's that's kind of what i've been looking forward to if you know i have a bad day at work or whatever i know it's only temporary and i'm i'm working to you know get a car and everything so it's uh i'm just i'm holding that as like a end goal type so trying to keep me motivated at all times but yeah yeah dude and that that's fucking huge too because you got the the car thing coming up that's going to open up so much more possibilities for you especially you know with the last few years of of everything that happened you're not having it it's gonna be a lot different and you know going back to that podcast doing it in person like i can't wait because once i do get a setup for that you could just drive over and we could just do a podcast episode real quick you know which would be dope but you could just come over we could play video games we could do any of that and and i'm pretty excited because that for you that's a big change but for me it's like a lot of things have been changing everything that i want to do lately has just been shifting in one way or another where it feels like i have to put some things on hold in order to take care of other things that kind of i guess take priority over the other things that i want to do at this point and with my life it's it's kind of pretty busy at the moment you know, balancing like just my leisure time in general, trying to be mentally stable, not stable, mentally like healthy, I guess I should say, to like be able to balance like what I like to do versus what I know I need to do. And then there's all the stuff in between in terms of growing my career and and building my relationships with friends and family. So a lot of that stuff has been kind of shifted around. I know last time we talked on the episode, we're talking about a business and we're still in the works of doing that. It's just a lot of other things take priority right now. Like for you, you just said it, your license, getting that back, saving up for a car. And and it's unfortunate because it, especially with me, with all the things that I want to do with this podcast, with work, I'm, I'm in school right now. I was actually just doing some lessons last night um, or two nights ago getting my uh, degree in finance which would be dope um, because i also want to do investments at some point just for myself and my friends so that we can all benefit from being a little bit richer in terms of investments and like just consistently saving over the long term so like that's a really big interest of mine um, owning a pizza restaurant the pizza business we talked about has always been a big dream of mine sometimes i feel like i'm taking on too much but then when I listen to people like Gary Vee, who consistently preach, it's not or, it's and, you know, why can't you do both? And you can do both, you just have to separate the time for it and dedicate the time to all of the things you want to do, which is tough to do, especially if you got a bunch of other things going on and some things that pop up um, unexpectedly that require your attention a little bit more than some of the things that take a little longer to um build up I, I should say like a business or something and and that might be why a lot of people fail too is because it takes a while to build up so they stop in the middle but this has been something i've been planning for a while and it mainly the the pizza business i don't think that's not going to happen at this point it, it's something that i've always wanted to do and I've, i have notes from several years ago we talked about that before but but life hits you for sure and then it just throws you curveballs. You kind of have to shift and then kind of, I guess, plug the holes as necessary to make sure that the ship stays afloat and then kind of revisit everything when you can. Yeah. I kind of feel like everything regarding, you know, us trying to start that is kind of 
not really like completely the door is closed or whatever, but kind of like on the back burner right now. Like, like you said, we got, you know, unexpected stuff that's happened or whatever, or, you know, there's a bigger priority that we need to take care of. Um, but I feel like, you know, in like what you said before, with the whole podcast and everything, like uh, after I get my license back and get a car and everything, I like I can come over and, you know, we can focus on making recipes and this and that. We can, like you said, game. It'll just be easier, come over, do a podcast, you know, sit down, talk for hours. You know, it doesn't matter at that point. It's just, it'll just be 10 times easier and more beneficial. Um, but I definitely, I could, I definitely see sometime in the beginning of next year, we start to kick things off and actually, you know, bunker down and, and get everything on a roll and, you know, go from there. Yeah, I agree, bro. And like, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, especially with the month that I haven't been doing the podcast. It, it basically gives me time to internalize everything versus externalizing it, if that's a word. Um, Cause when you're talking, then you're not thinking in general. Um, you should always think before you talk, all that, all that cliche stuff. But like, if you're talking, then you're like only worried about what you're talking about. You're not kind of like deep thinking to yourself, like future plans or like in general, trying to keep your mental health a priority, which is tough because if you're talking and then also trying to make time for yourself, it's, it's a hard balance. And that's what I've really struggled with the last month or so being able to do what I want to do and make time for myself as well as other people. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work. Everybody has the same amount of time in a day. So it's, you know, some people manage it better than others. I feel like I'm definitely not the <clears throat> top 1% when it comes to time management. So I struggle with that for sure. And this podcast has taught me a lot in terms of what I'm good at, what I'm bad at. And I always want to focus on my strengths, but just try to, um, build up and and get stronger in some of my weaker areas as well and that kind of brings me to my next topic too because trauma definitely plays a factor in your ability to stay consistent and actually go for what you want to go for because when unexpected things happen especially if it's a prolonged trauma or trigger that you're dealing with kind of what we talked about on the last episode that we did it, it does have a damper in your day-to-day -day life in terms of trying to get what you need done especially for other people around you but also for yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself in all of those situations um, to basically make it a better life for you and, and like i said the other people around you so my next topic is, is something i want to talk about which i mentioned to you uh this uh, book before but it's essentially a book by eric thomas which is a dude that i follow so much in terms of motivational stuff i get a lot of my uh, topics or ideas or things that I've learned personally from him and it, and sometimes when I watch him there's a lot of things that just click you know when I watch a video it's just like boom 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 all these things are just clicking everything he's saying is just like god like it it just sets in with your soul so much you know what I'm saying and there there's a difference between for example music when you listen to a song there's a difference between when you just like a song and when you actually fucking love it and you can feel it and you actually have like some emotions behind it. And that's how I feel about a lot of what Eric Thomas does. He came out with a book called UOU. And what I want to talk about now for a little bit is just basically UOU essentially. Like when I was reading this book or actually listening to it rather, I was thinking to myself like, you know what? It, it, it is me that I owe in terms of everything that I need to do for myself because it's not for other people at the end of the day. Like I'm with myself 24 seven and I need to go to school and graduate for myself. I need to start my business for myself, you know, because I need that and I deserve that. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody deserves their, their prize at the end of the day, but it goes hand in hand with discipline too. And it's something I struggle with. So I want to get your thoughts on that because I don't I don't know if you listen to that book at all, but he kind of goes into detail I'm about halfway through it. He goes into detail about basically his story and when he decided like what what clicked in his brain when he decided to um, say, you know, fuck all this. Like, I'm just going to I'm going to go after it because I know that I need to do it for myself and not anybody else. 
Yeah, I've never, I know you talked about it before, but I never actually, I didn't read up on it, even though I probably should. Um, but honestly, I'm trying to think. Because um, that topic in general, like the, just a book, which you could check it out at any time, but uh, it, it's a really good book, by the way. Um, but nonetheless, it's just the idea behind the fact that you owe you, you know what I'm saying? Like at some point it just clicks in your brain where you're just saying enough is enough and I'm doing this because I need to do it for myself and there's no other option. Like, you know, Kobe said something about signing that contract with yourself and you wake up, you don't feel like it too bad. You you already signed that contract, do it anyway type stuff. You know, and that's that's what I've really been thinking about lately in terms of trying to get back on track to everything I want to do. Yeah, no, well, I honestly, I used to be bad at that, too, like. Like with. Um, you know, kind of with this whole car thing, like, you know, owing myself to actually push forward and, you know, I, I don't want to go to work every day like I don't no one does. I mean, if everyone could stay home, they would like it, it's it's one of those things. But I mean, you know, I owe it to myself. I've come this far. I I can't just, you know, because some days I'd be like, oh, you know, I'll just. Call in or whatever and just stay home. But, you know, recently I've like cracked down on it and I'm like, I, I got to do this for me. Like, it's just it's something has been long awaited and even even just in life in general like like with you know uh quitting you know addictions and all that like you know i want to do it for me and everyday stuff like i don't know <laughs> yeah i i think the main difference too is i get discouraged a little bit <clears throat> again i'm human i try to make this podcast a little relatable but when I preach all this stuff, I get this like this voice in the back of my head that's like, oh, practice what you preach, you know, like you're talking about UOU, like discipline, all that. Well, what, what do you have to show for that advice, essentially? And and I'm not going to lie, like literally. <clears throat> this is probably within the last seven days I have had like an epiphany where it's like my whole mindset has just shifted and normally when i'm motivated it'll last like a day and then i'll you know the next day i'll turn on another motivational video and then i'll be motivated for like 15 minutes but then i just go clock into work and then it's just kind of like i forget but i've been exposing myself to this ideology of the discipline and like the uou basically type stuff that topic you know like do it for yourself stay disciplined and go after what you want to go after because life is short kind of motivation and at this point, I feel like it's just kind of soaked up a lot of my mentality and the way I view things. So I kind of understand it on like a, uh, a knowledge level, but I, I'm struggling with that transition to try to make it a, a thing where it's like the discipline level, you know, like, cause you can know what to do and it could kind of click in your brain motivation wise, like, oh my God, like I understand it. And you could mentally be there, but you have to physically be there too. Like you have to physically show up because that's half the battle as well. Just showing up is half the battle. Like a lot of people say, oh, if you don't want to go to the gym, just show up. And that's already half the battle, you know, like what you were saying. Oh, I'm, I kind of want to just lay down and, and not go to work today because I don't feel like it. You know, everybody has those days too, where you just want to lay in bed, act like you're sick, you know, mainly because you're tired or whatever. You don't want to get up. You, you take the day off and you recharge and you, you get back at it tomorrow. But if you, if you kind of flip that a little bit where you just do it because you know that you need the money and you want to use that money towards other things to get you either out of that workplace or um, things that you can, like you could take that money to buy things you enjoy or go to sporting events that you enjoy. It's kind of a trade-off. It's a balance, right? We, we all have to do things we don't want to do to get things we really want which is that, that bigger prize at the end of the day. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about as well to kind of transition into another semi, because these topics I have for today are kind of all related in, in a sense, but life is not fun unless you do things you enjoy. So if you're not, 
find a time for yourself to actually do things you enjoy, then you're just going to feel burnt out. You're not really going to feel motivated to do anything. And you're just going to take the extra time to literally just sleep and then try to recharge to do things you don't like to do because you it takes literally all of your mental capacity to decompress when you're not at work where you don't feel like doing anything you enjoy because it takes that much out of you and then you know you have to go back to work the next day just to make money to live and unfortunately that cycle i've been through myself seven days a week for like six months straight it sucks um everybody's got to do it at some point most likely and and if you can't find things you can you enjoy and things you look forward to more importantly it'll kind of balance that out a little bit i think most people and you can chime in on this too in, in a second but most people they have this problem of like oh all work 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 or all enjoy 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 and there's not much of a balance there sometimes uh, i feel like the younger people like me they like to just enjoy 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 but at some point everybody like because saving money is a big part of being stress-free and not kind of worrying about going to work all the time or worrying about stuff and it's like with the inflation and stuff nowadays obviously you have to spend more money to just live but if you had that money saved you wouldn't stress as much and that's like part of your mental freedom as well as is financial freedom too so there's a lot that goes into it but i just want you to chime in on it in terms of like things you enjoy because we want to talk about this on the episode like video games and stuff so in terms of what you because i just want to ask you this question what do you do that you enjoy that kind of balances it out you know like with when life gets kind of tough you just uh, you kind of put that on pause for a sec do things you enjoy and kind of get back to it what, what is that for you yeah like kind of kind of have that like escape from reality in a way yeah, and I just want to apologize because I kind of rambled there for a sec, but go go on. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, normally it's just uh, Call of Duty um, is probably the number one way that, you know, if I'm get home from work and, you know, want to escape for a little bit, play, play before I go to work or whatever, because my, you know, work schedule doesn't really tie in with any of you know your your schedule for work or uh my friend evan our friend evan you know uh we're on separate schedules so it's kind of hard for us to all get together and you know kind of unwind and escape from reality but um but yeah i mean that's that's mainly the one thing um that kind of comforts me in a way but you know if i have an off day or whatever i'll go you know see my sister or you know see if you or evan might want to go golfing or go to the driving range i mean uh anytime i have an off day i just you know try and seek an opportunity to find a different way to escape because you know i have all day to play video games i don't want to be stuck on the tv i actually want to feel productive and go do something and interact with you know a human or something yeah so <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, uh, pretty soon here, you know, we got Modern Warfare coming up. I feel like me and you and Evan will be grinding on that, and I feel like it's going to revamp our uh, our our gaming nostalgic um, aspect from you know when going back. Oh God, how many years ago was that? Oh five or around there? Take, when, take when me we, back, yeah. When we would play Halo on on over on the west side of cincinnati would yeah. come over and play halo in your basement oh my god those were the days yeah it was great dude, i know man and it's like the reason i that that i kind of transition into this topic is because life can't be all work no play so you got to find things you enjoy you have to be self-aware which is a really big topic that i that i've been more self-aware of myself lately that i really want to preach that on this podcast as much as possible because nobody knows yourself more than you so if you and and even if you don't know yourself like because you never really thought about it critically you still kind of know yourself in the sense of obviously you're in your own body 24 7 so you kind of uh, over time if you challenge yourself to just think about it or ask yourself what do i do why do i do this you know, what, what are my habits? Let me try to fix the bad ones and make the good ones last, like all of that stuff. Then 
everything that I talk about on this podcast will feel more relatable because you can actually put it into action with your own life. So um, that's the reason I bring this up. But yeah, dude, Call of Duty is just the best game. And I don't, it's the most popular, I'll say that. But because it was one of the first ones that I played online going back to like 09 days, it's just, it brings back so many memories. And I think part of me kind of wants to still grasp onto that a little bit and kind of relive what I used to have when I was in school. But the other part of me just really likes the game. And even though it has its bugs and stuff at, at like the super fine tuning level, you still get a really great core gameplay of Call of Duty, and it's and it's one of, if not the best FPS shooters to ever exist. The fact that it's lasted this long, it's it's insane. But yeah, I I, I love Call of Duty, dude. I I really haven't played as much as I want to lately. But again, it goes back to being busy trying to make other stuff work with the um, with school mainly nowadays because I just finished a class and I just started a new one, which I'm taking English now. By the way, I don't like English. As much as I speak it and as much as I can be professionable as possible, professionable is not a word, professional. That's when I'm at work, <laughs> it's speaking of English, right? Yes, yeah, close enough. Right? I think that's, that's how we do it nowadays, right? It's like, close enough. Here's your participation trophy. Yeah, uh, you get a gold and, star. Yeah, eighth place. Nice. Um, which is <laughs> just so crazy because English... I think the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that when you actually take an English class, you go into this super fine-tuning, like, critical, uh, super, like, picky, I guess is a really good word for it, uh, type aspect where everything you do is graded on a very tough scale, in my opinion. Um, and, And it's supposed to be this... Uh, like oh every answer is a right answer you know when you're creating your own book type stuff but in my experience when I was going through school it was not like that it was always write your own story about this or write your own thesis on this and then it was like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and it's like I get that English has to be some sort of gradable topic in order to progress and and kind of learn it, it felt like I was always graded in the sense that anything I did was not good enough. That's why I hate it. I like speaking English. In fact, now that I've done 12 years of school and interacted with other human beings and books and video games that expose me to that language, it seems very easy to talk in that language. But when you get down to the nitpicky, like do it as a class and like be graded on it type English, I hate it. I can't stand. I don't know about you. Like what? Let's let's make it fun real quick. What was your least favorite topic in school? Because I really want to know. Mine is English for sure, by far. Hated it. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I would say science. <clears throat> ah, really? Yeah. I actually kind of like science. That was pretty cool. It was. It wasn't entirely bad, but I just some of the things I just couldn't get. <laughs> like my favorite was math, but I love math, science. dude. Yeah, yeah, science definitely is on the bottom tier. <laughs> I take that back. I like math up until like, which I I was always pretty good at it. So because I was a sharp learner in math in general, but um, I liked it up until like calculus. Like towards the end of my school career, like, you know, 11th, 12th grade, I liked math up until calculus, which I didn't have too many problems with it, but it was just more so like I could understand algebra, algebra two, like the two parentheses X minus five, you know, like some of those equations. But when you get into calculus and you get like all the, the more advanced shit, I couldn't even tell you anything. Like the only thing I remember about calculus is the fact that I hated it and I did anything I could just to get by. Like, oh, it sucked. Anyway, that was probably second least favorite right there, calculus. That was towards the end of my career. English was a more consistent, I hated it over and over and over every year that I had to take it. It was just agonizing. In fact, that was probably the class that I failed the most. And I didn't fail many classes in high school or really school in general, but I think if I was to tally it up, I'm pretty sure I failed that class the most. 
Oh God. And, and I and I came close to failing it the most as well. Um, with you know my my high school had uh, they didn't grade D's at all, so you went A B C F. So uh, sixty nine or below is pa- is failing, and anything above that seventy or higher is passing. But I think one year, my ninth grade year, I was like seventy dot four, like some crazy, uh, barely passing type score, or sixty nine point six seven or whatever it was. Because I'm pretty sure one year it like rounded up to seventy, and that's the only reason I passed. Like I'm, I'm literally not kidding either. I don't make that up. She should have took off the point six seven. Just like I know, 69. yeah, sixty nine. Well, the problem is I would have failed then. <laughs> Then oh, I don't know how to like repeat the class. That's the problem. But are you really failing with a number like that? I no. <laughs> Honestly, you look at that. The teacher's probably like, nice. Honestly. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he's you know. he's going far. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. But but yeah, English hated it. Couldn't do it. And and that's the class I'm taking right now for for college. You know, gen ed stuff. I just just don't like it. And and and. This class in general, the one I'm taking for college right now, is, first of all, every other class I've taken has a similar structure. It's a self-guided online course, which, you know, whatever, that, that's all fine because it works with my uh, work schedule where I can kind of just like come home and work on it at any time online. But this particular class, instead of it following the same structure, it not only follows the same structure, but there's four additional writing assignments attached to this class. For no reason. I have four extra right. assignments that in all of the other classes I've taken um, while, while pursuing my degree in the last couple of years, this is one that just adds extra assignments for no reason. And I, I don't like it. But I, English is English, I guess. Whatever. And I, I was looking at the first one. I haven't done it yet. Um, because there's like 12 different lessons and then you have to take tests and stuff on those. But I, I got done with the first one already and I'm, I'm kind of working on the second one. And then there's like four separate assignments. So I like looked at assignment one and it's like, oh, you have to like write, like look at this and then write a thesis on this. And I'm like, God damn it. I can't get away from this thesis shit. Like I hate it. <laughs> I don't even know what a thesis is. I, I couldn't tell you. I think it's like, a, like it, it's probably like a topic of some sort. Or like an introduction to a topic. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. No idea. And yet I have to write something on it. So we'll see. I don't know. God. <laughs> try to, I just try to escape my way through school as, as much as I can without cheating. And sometimes like I'll even get to the end of my classes where I know that I'll pass if I get a certain score and I'll just try less. You know, but I'll give myself a pass because I know I can. And, you know, like, I, I think I'm, I'm actually really invested in this topic now, but just because it's interesting to me. But, like, when I was, I was taking uh, physics in high school, and I got a 98 overall in the entire year. Physics was just the way the teacher that I had, which I won't say her name, but if she ever listened to this, like, she would know, obviously. I, I loved her so much because the way that she explained stuff would just click in my brain and then I would be able to get it almost instantly. And then like there was a point where I was even tutoring for her class to help her out because there were like we would have to spend, you know, however many days on a certain topic and I would get it basically instantly. So I would like go around and like help people with it, which was flattering to me because that was the only that I ever did anything extra in everything else I would sleep through algebra not even kidding in fact I had transferred schools from eighth to ninth grade and my credits weren't transferable between states so I had to retake the same classes I had just taken the year prior I slept the entire year and got an 88 in algebra oh my god I'm not even kidding I slept and then when it came time for the quiz they, he would just like pass out the quiz and I would do it real quick and turn it in within like two minutes. And there was like a 15 minute timer on the test or whatever. I'm not kidding either. I'd be the first one done. And then I'd be like, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> like I ain't trying to like, like I just want to get up and walk around, you know, and I ain't trying to sit here and, and, you know, be quiet. You know, I want to talk to my friends. I want to like talk or have somebody else talk to me. 
I don't know, or sleep, but I was just woken up to take a test. You know, they, they bothered me in my own sleep, you know? Yeah. How dare they? It was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know. School still, still haunts me. I got to take college. Uh, good news is my work pays for it. So that's the only reason I'm doing it. So, yeah, I take advantage of that too. Of course. Everybody, everybody should honestly, any opportunities that are are not going to hurt other people, you should definitely take advantage of. For sure. Yeah, I think my uh, I'm pretty sure my work does it too, but I I was talking to my supervisor about it, and uh, there was a, a he said I could go to school for business, and they would cover it, but. I'm not going to be there for that long, so there's really no point in getting all invested in it just to leave, and then I'd be stuck with... Well, actually, I'm pretty sure you have to like sign a contract or something saying that you'll stay there for a certain amount of time, even after you finish uh, college or the business program. So I figured it'd just be too much of a headache, and I'll just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it does suck. It's like... One thing I just really don't like is when people, in fact, I've just, I've just been so, like, it's one of my major pet peeves. I've been so irked by the fact that, like, I cannot stand when people who have power over you because they're either employing you or they have money over you or they're, they're like, your instructor for a class. Like, anybody who has, like, any sort of power over you, and then if you're trying to do something to progress your own life they're just like hanging it over your head and they make it seem attainable but it's not until you read like all the fine print and shit like what you're saying i hate that so much i'm going through that with my my job right now which i i refuse to say where i work just to keep it separate but i'll vent a, a few of my frustrations right now because i it's it's applicable like we all have uh workplace issues and we all, for the most part, want to try to fix them so that it's an easier place for us to work in general. But sometimes you just feel like you don't have control over it. And what I'm dealing with right now is I don't have control over the way that they do the sales structure at my job. And therefore, I shouldn't worry about it. But it affects my day-to-day -day sales routine. It affects my day-to-day, -day, like, do I still work here routine? Because, you know, they seemingly cut our commission down and down over the years and it, it seems all great you know when they make this new change they're like yeah you're gonna love it it's gonna be so much better it's gonna be way better for all of our people that work here and as the backbone of the company i feel like i'm getting shafted because the salespeople in the store they're the people who literally keep uh that company in business you know the people at the retail level because well online too i guess but online doesn't need like any one person watching it you know they just monitor it with their computer screens and then when a server goes down they fix it in the warehouse whatever but in terms of like actually selling stuff and and providing a good customer experience to retain customers that's my job Right. And it's also my job to sell stuff. But with the, cost, the commission structure that they do, they always change it. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be better because of this way. And then it's not. And it's totally di like it's totally different than what they said it was going to be. And it feels like that one commercial. I don't know if you remember. It was probably either Allstate or State Farm or whatever. But the dude was like had like a hundred dollar bill on a fishing pole or whatever. And he was like, Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. that's how I, that's how I feel with my job sometimes. And I love my job so much or else I wouldn't be there, but it's a little frustrating because that's how it feels. They actually just made a change starting October 1st. Um, with, with it's part of the sales process anyway, cause we have a lot of different ways that we can make money with commission. Um, but they, they changed, a little bit of how the structure works on the first and everybody kept saying oh my god it's going to be so much better and i i kept telling them i was like it's not going to be better because of the way that they're doing it it's going to limit your ability to which i won't get into the fine details but basically it's not better i'll just say that it's not better and i told them it wasn't going to be better and now everybody hates it and we all like we just don't like it 
you know what I'm saying? We're, but we're being graded on it because we're salespeople. So, you know, and, and to your point, like, again, I'm ranting, but like, I really hate when people just, when they have like that power over you and then they just dangle it over your head, make it seem attainable, but then they want like, they want you to stay with the business for four years while you get your degree, which is fine. I mean, there has to be some sort of mutual benefit there. But the way it works with my job is with the tuition assistance, like as long as you finish that class and you're not like terminated or quit during that time, then that class is done and the credit is transferable anywhere and that's it. You don't have to do anything else. You just have to complete the class and you do have to pass it or else they charge you, but that's it, which is pretty nice. So, but yeah, I can't stand that. I don't know if that, I don't know if you have any other issues at your job where they just like, they do that, like other than what you just said, but yeah, that just kind of triggered me low key. I went on a ramp, but it's important. Well, no, they, yeah, I didn't, I don't think I told you any of this, but they, uh, they fucked me out of my sign-on bonus and I was supposed to get a decent chunk of it. Um, apparently I didn't like what you said. Apparently I didn't read the fine print and there was like terms and conditions to it and yeah, never got it. I won't get it. (laughs) And I I get it. Like there always has to, cause I'm always a look from the other perspective kind of guy there always has to be terms and conditions because people will take advantage of the system i get that but sometimes it's just like unnecessary restrictions that don't need to be there you know what i mean yeah like and especially with sign-on bonus like if you are doing your job and you're you're still there past like i think one of the main restrictions is you have to be there for at least what 90 days a year whatever it is and you and you do that then you know why i don't i don't know you don't have to go into detail but that's that's just kind of bogus honestly like i don't try to play the victim you know the victim card is so easy to play when something's happening to you and it's you know not in your favor but sometimes when you look at the situation critically and it's just like objectively not in your favor not like because you don't want to be biased at all. So like you obviously towards your own self, you would want good things to happen to you. So when bad things happen, you kind of always have like this little reaction, I guess, like I do anyway, I don't know about you. But in general, if you're looking at it objectively, and it doesn't benefit you, then there's something wrong. For sure. Because if you're just taking the emotion out of it, and you're looking at it objectively, there's something wrong, for sure. Yeah. Well, when I when I applied for that job and uh, HR called me um, and we were getting ready to set up an interview, she was going over like we were just talking over the phone. She was going over like all aspects of the company and this and that, all the programs that they have, blah, blah, blah. Um, That's that's why I was confused. that I wasn't getting my sign on bonus because I was promised over the phone that, yeah, you get it after you know, this certain amount of time and then you get your next one after this certain amount of time. And I already hit both of those certain amounts of times. So that's why I was just confused because I feel like they butter you up to get you in there. And then it's, you know, it's like building up a hype that's not there. Yeah. And, and I'm, I talked to my supervisor about it and he's like, yeah, they do that a lot. And he's like, do they promise you this, this, and this? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, exactly. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah. all right then. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, like it's another reason why I hate discounts in general. And I've talked about this before, but it's it's relevant to what we're saying now, so I'll repeat it. I hate discounts with a passion. In general, for myself, for everyone, I hate it. The reason why, and it and it's actually good in the sense of if you think about a discount in general, say a company owes the IRS 30% tax on their income at the end of the year, and they charge $100 for their service, well, they could charge $100 for their service, discount at $30, and now they just get to keep 70, and they don't have to pay the IRS that $30 because they discounted it, which means they take a loss on that service. So that kind of goes into their, their their profit versus loss ratio which means they just discounted their service the same amount of money that it would be for their tax 
anyway, they would still have to pay tax on their earned income. But I'm just saying that's why they do discounts is to offset their income. So they pay less in tax. And that's just an example. But it obviously goes a little more deeper than that. So with the exception of that, because I don't think anybody really likes the IRS and more money that doesn't go to the government is probably better for most people. Again, I'm not going to get into that because that's, you know, a topic for another podcast, not mine. But um, in general, I hate discounts. The reason why people get so entitled to having a discount in general and it pisses me off, like actually triggers me. I, I, and I'm a sales guy, too. And... The way that our sales structures work at my job, it's not in my best interest to sell you the most expensive phone. And I don't get paid on whether or not you buy the most expensive phone, whether or not you get a free phone because it was discounted to zero. I get paid the same no matter what. If you're buying a phone, it's just a phone. Or I'll I'll blur that out. It's just a phone to this company. So and people come in, oh, yeah, you're about to get the best sale of your life. And I'm just like, no, no, unless you're buying eight different things that check off my metrics, you're not helping me out, actually. In fact, if you're buying this phone full retail at the full price and you're not buying anything else with it, you're actually hurting me by doing that. You know, it's kind of like not leaving a tip to a server, basically, you know, and people don't understand that, which I'm not expecting them to understand that. That's sales structure for people like me and that's my job but on the flip side of that back to the discounts thing i hate when people are entitled to it and i hate that the structure that capitalism has created with discounts because they would rather pay less money to the company which is going to help them pay less in taxes which is going to help them Basically not help you pay taxes, obviously, because you're going to pay more taxes than like Amazon for four straight years didn't pay tax. And now you're still complaining that the higher class companies or higher class people are not paying their fair portion in taxes when they're just playing the system and you're playing into it by asking for a discount. You know what I mean? But not only yeah. that, it just creates a bunch of ent entitled babies that when they don't get a discount, they throw a fit. And I can't stand that either. It kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know, you just kept saying discount. And I'm like, I don't know why it just kept popping up like Black Friday. Like, I just feel like nowadays people are so greedy and, the, you know, yeah. oh, well, you got this crock pot here that's, you know, on sale for fifty dollars off but it's scanning a hundred dollars whatever i want that discount like it's just it, i don't know i just yeah. feel like at today's age that we live in it's just ridiculous I, yeah and and like you said another topic not only, <laughs> yeah not only that but like people which i'm not bashing people but like in general yeah. like I, I kind of am because because i i don't see it that way and i wish people would look at it a different way before they kind of I mean, I'm mainly talking about the people that are super arrogant about it. I'm not talking about the people that are smart about it. Obviously, there's, there's, there, those are two different things, and I'm sure you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Like, I don't even use coupons when I go to Kroger. I just don't care, you know. And, the, and to, to piggyback off the discount thing, I don't care if, like, Kroger, for example, sends me coupons for free stuff. Like, it's free. If I remember to take the coupon with me, then I'll grab it. But... It's one of those things that I was just saying where those companies are just kind of like holding it over your head instead of, you know, if I type in my Kroger number and then I scan the particular item that they want to give me for free, but it's not free unless I bring in this fucking piece of paper that says it's free. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, that's what pisses me off about fucking discounts and coupons. Like, you have my information because I typed in my phone number. You gave me this coupon digitally. But because I just didn't click a button or bring in the paper version of it to attach that coupon to my account, even though it's already in there, and you're not going to give me the discount or, or put it for free, even though you say it is, but you want me to go through all this legwork to get it, I just don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather pay the full price. I don't, and, and to be honest, like, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I don't have to worry about price. And I know that there's people out there that look at it more than I do. So I understand that people get a little 
frustrated because maybe that extra $50 on that crock pot that they were looking at is, is going to take away a Christmas present from another kid that they're trying to buy for. And when people plan it out and budget it, deviating from that is probably not an option. You know, like I get it. People have budgets and all that, but it's like, it's, it's more so just when people get entitled to it, I think is what bothers me. And on the flip side of that, when companies make you dance around for fucking $2 off a fucking slice of pizza. Like, I just hate it. I just hate it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, but I mean, it, it, it's a good point of what you said. The, uh, some people might, you know, need that coupon or whatever, but I'm just thinking about like, cause if I go down there, like to Walmart or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, the sale ended. I'm not going to throw a fit about it and be like, yeah. all right, it's fine, you know? Well, right, because yeah. it's, it's super black and white, too. Like, you either have the money to buy it or you don't. doesn't matter what the price is. doesn't matter if you were looking at the sale price or the full price. You either have the money to buy it or you don't. And it's very black and white. And you, you may have had the money to buy it on sale, but you come back in and it's not on sale, and now you don't have the money to buy it. Well... You know, depending on how bad you need that item, I mean, it's probably something you shouldn't be buying anyway. Like, I'm in, I'm in the cellular industry. I've said this before. Again, I won't say what company I work for, but people come in buying phones, which financing is a great option. In fact, it works out better for the consumer to finance a phone, especially at certain carriers who charge 0% interest over three years in most cases. Like, it's in their best interest to just finance the phone, Right. Because then you're getting into a position where like inflation and it's eventually going to cost that company more money to let you have that phone at that price over three years, blah, 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 whatever. But some people come in, they're just like, oh, I want to pay it full retail. I'm like, that's fine, but you can't get any discounts. Why not? Why, why don't they want my money right now? Because that's not how they make their money. Well, that's just stupid. And it's just like, bro, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to abide by the same restrictions as you do to get that discount, which is why I don't care to get the discount. When, when, when a new phone comes out, when Apple releases a new phone, I look at the price and it says $1,199 and I buy it for that price. You know why? Because that's the price they said it was. And I don't feel special by saying, oh, well, I should get a discount because I've been a customer with you for, no. You pay what everybody else pays because you're not special because there's 8 million other customers or 70 million other customers that are wanting the same thing as you. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and that's really what gets me is the entitledness, the people that think they're special when they're not. You know, everybody's just a human at the end of the day. And, you know, whether you have $200 million or $2,000 or $2, you're all human. And some people are higher class because they work harder or they have a different higher status and whatever. Like that's, again, a whole nother argument. But again, at the core value, we're all just humans at the end of the day. I don't know why we can't just be decent to each other and respect that everybody has their own life to live and, and just move on, you know. But people get caught up in silly shit all the time, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the world that we live in. <laughs> yeah. Which if you're struggling... Day to day, month to month with money, which you might be, I don't know. This, is, this isn't, again, me bashing you because I used to struggle day to day. The best way to not do that is to one, spend less money or two, get a job that makes more money. And the only way you can get a job that makes more money is to add to your skill set. So the last thing I want to talk about, unless you have anything else to add, is the grind, the discipline. And this is something I'm, I'm currently a work in progress on, which a, a lot of the things I talk about. I have not mastered yet, of course, but this one is more so a work in progress for me because there's a lot of things I want to do that I just can't stay with or I can't discipline myself with. And I saw this um, quote earlier that kind of, it, again, it clicked with me and, and it's just so cool when you go through this spurt of like, this is like a week now, so obviously, you know, it, it could just be an extended motivated mindset, so hopefully not, but the quote said, you can't grind only when you feel like it, you have to do it tired or something to that extent. And I resonate with that so much because I wake up tired every day and I yawn like five times a day 
and and you know this because I I've told you, but I don't drink caffeine. In fact, if for those on YouTube looking at the mug I'm drinking, it's actually hot chocolate, um, which has a very minimal amount of caffeine in it, whatever. But I don't drink things like coffee. I don't drink things like energy drinks. No, no pop. I drink mostly water and an occasional hot chocolate. Um, and then that's it. Occasional glass of milk or orange juice, but mostly water. So I'm tired a lot. And I fall victim to the, I'll just do it tomorrow because I want to sleep an extra two hours. And then I end up waking up late for work and then I got to rush around. And then it's like, you know, but if I could have that click in my mind where I, I need to just grind no matter what and take the emotion of being tired out of it, I would be unstoppable literally because that is one of my biggest hiccups for sure. Yeah, that, um, I feel like uh, you just got to get into that mindset, you know, and it's kind of hard to get into waking up every day and, you know, being like, all right, I'm just going to conquer this day and, you know, kick its ass. Basically, it's hard. I know. But as long as you keep reminding yourself, you know, especially like whatever you're going through is just temporary. And as long as you like I said before, like cliche like see the light at the end of the tunnel and you know grab that motivation and and use that and keep reminding yourself every day that's what i've been trying to do um for the past week and it it's 50 50 like it'll i'm not saying it doesn't help at all but i mean obviously you're gonna have some days where you're like uh eh, you know it's a blah day or whatever but Ultimately, I feel like, you know, if you constantly remind yourself, it'll, it'll definitely help and you'll see a change. And honestly, I didn't think I could get out of the routine of being blonde, lazy or whatever. But I mean, now I'm more focused on my end goal and I use that as motivation and that is to, you know, telling the world to fuck off basically. So, yeah. And and the key thing with that, and the last thing that I really want to talk about, that's kind of in conjunction with this last little topic, is to look forward to something because that is huge. That's huge. In fact, I'm wearing my Joe Burrow Super Bowl Bengals jersey right now. I can't wait for Sunday when the Bengals play the Saints. Like I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to October 28th when Modern Warfare 2 comes out. I'm looking forward to the end of the year when I get to see a lot of my family and friends for the holidays, which the holidays hit different for people. Uh, unfortunately, not everybody can have that, that same experience. But it, it, if that's not something that you can look forward to because of your past experiences, then you have to kind of ask yourself, okay, be self-aware about it. Like, what can I do to look forward to? I don't have the option to be around my family for Christmas, for example. What else can I do to like take my mind off of it or to still find some enjoyment? Because there's always things that pop up where you're going to have either bad experiences or bad thoughts about certain days or holidays. Um, and, and it's going to take a while to move past that. So you don't need to necessarily force yourself to just not think about it. Give yourself time to heal and stuff like that. But in general, just find something to look forward to. So I'm going to ask you this real quick. I've already said Bengals game this Sunday. Like, what's the next thing you're looking forward to, bro? I want to hear it. Definitely Modern Warfare. I know that's really? going to be that's going to be a banger. And then Dude. holiday coming up and everything. Like what you said, you know, just like the little small things. You just got to enjoy and take a step back and really, you know, observe life and be thankful that you wake up every morning and have, you know, close friends i mean me and you have been friends for i don't know how long i mean you're one of my best friends brothers and i mean just you know if 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 you ever get into that you know drought or whatever just yeah just take a step back and and enjoy the little things and look forward to the little things and you know i'm but i'm mostly excited about modern warfare <laughs> yes fair enough Fair enough. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Until I have you on the podcast next time, 
uh, I don't know. I don't know when that's going to be, but I'll, I'll be looking forward to that as well because every time that we have a conversation, it's just, it flows really well. In fact, the timer I got right now is, is just over an hour. So I got to cut out that one little bit where I slipped up. But anyway, um, but yeah, it's just like a conversation where two brothers just talking, reminiscing, like looking forward to stuff, talking about our problems and how to overcome them. And I feel like there's a lot of people who could get value from that if they just stumbled across it, you know, because there's one thing that if somebody says it a certain way, it's going to click with that person and so on and so forth. So that's why I do this podcast. And that's why I love it so much. And I'm, I'm glad to be back. So for this episode, for now, I'll see you later until next week when we start those regular episodes up again. Peace out for now from me and my boy, TJ. See you next time. Peace out.